We must show the world what a free economy can do to reduce unemployment, to put unused capacity to work, to spur new productivity. So when people want to succeed, I say to them, find out the dream that God has for you and then give it your best shot. And with that, you'll be successful. We can restore our economic strength and build opportunities like none we've ever had before. All we need to begin with is faith, and that dream will come true. All we need to do is act, and the time for action is now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tandem Radio, the good news on business, where each week we seek God's guidance in our business relationships and answer your questions as we walk in integrity together. We want to welcome all of our radio and global internet listeners to the program. And now, here's our host, Glenn DeLakian. Good morning and welcome to Tandem Radio Live. This is Glenn DeLakian and I'm here with Peter Grandage who's back in the studio with us. And uh, we're looking forward to a great show today. Uh, we have some dynamic guests and uh, we're actually going to put right into application some of the things that we've been talking about over the last few shows. But to start off for our newest listeners, just want to let you know our goal here is uh, to encourage those business owners that are out there and those people who would like to own a business or are involved in business in general uh, to walk in God's light every day. Uh, the Christian walk was not meant to be anything other than a 24-7 event and all is fair and love and war just doesn't apply to what we do. Um, but sometimes I know as a business owner myself, we get caught up in the day-to-day world issues and we kind of slide the Bible to the side and uh, forget about those things that are so important. But we know that the Bible has answers to every question we need, including those about our business decisions and where we go in life. So again, our goal is to encourage you, to help you uh, continue to walk in God's light every day. Seek His Word, seek His advice and guidance, and uh, we're going to do our best to focus in on where the Word applies to business. We're called the Good News on Business, and I'd like to welcome back Peter Grandich, who's uh, along with us every week. And Peter, where you been? What's going on? Well, it shows you how important the last show was. I was actually here last week, so obviously I went over well with you, but... uh, <laughs> Thanks, but, Peter. Uh, you're okay. Yeah, I love you anyway, brother. Uh, it, it is uh, good to be here. Unfortunately, this will be one of the last shows for a while. Uh, travel next week, and then uh, the the old foot operation, which is going to knock me out five to eight weeks. But please, God, I have the strength to at least call in and uh, just continue with the show. And I have to tell you, uh, I thought last week's show was our best yet, so I'm really looking forward to this week. Yeah, it was. It was really good, and I apologize. You're right. Um, Peter, you were with us last week, and I didn't That's okay. You're not the first person that feels that way, so... But uh, this show is all about having fun. I always tell our guests, Absolutely. make sure you have fun no matter what you do. And the, the title for our show today is Starting a Business, the Challenge and the Victory. Of course, you've heard us talk about business planning and, and so many different topics on um, how to get guidance for business and how to get a business off the ground. Well, today we're going to put some of those right into action because our guest today is Michael Pratt. And Michael has a company called LIT that I'll let him tell you about in a few minutes. And uh, they're starting off the ground with a new business venture, and uh, we're excited to have have uh, taken a quick look at their business plan and and talk about some of the ups and downs of getting a business off the ground. Of course, his partner is happens to be um, Steve Smith, who's a wide receiver for the Giants and a friend of uh, uh, Peter's, and um, we're going to have him on the show a little later as well. We need to tell people that if we don't tell you that, you would never know it because you're one of three men 
that isn't a big, big sports buff. Am I correct? <laughs> yes. Be Pete, honest now. When Peter says you, he means me. Yeah. Me. I'm yeah. not, unfortunately, I'm not a big sports fan, and I'm honored to meet a lot of these guys because I really am impressed you know, with, with them. Uh, but you're right. <laughs> Peter has to give me the details, and I have to go online and say, who are these guys? But, but anyway. But you make up for it in business knowledge, so yeah, it's there okay. There you go. Thank you. Well, that's the balance, right? That's so, the balance. <laughs> I do my best to make up for it. But anyway, uh, again, for those of you who are new, um, I'm Glenn, the host of the show, and my background is business. I've been involved in business, my family tells me, since I was seven years old, and uh, uh, been involved in mergers, acquisitions. Matter of fact, just uh, was involved with one recently, another one recently. Uh, done a lot of startups, read a lot of business plans, and have done my best to help people uh, walk in the light and uh, also find success in their business. Peter, why don't you give us a little of your background? Well, fairly simple. Uh, spent the last 25 plus years in and around the financial arena, most recently uh, writing a financial blog where I comment on economic, social, political, and spiritual matters. And then separately, uh, have another business called Trinity Financial Sports and Entertainment Management that basically is uh, provides insurance and estate planning needs to both the general public and professional athletes. And then finally, my most love, uh, surpassing both those two combined, is working in uh, Christian sports ministry, most notably with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and then Athletes in Action, which actually uh, gives me the opportunity as a a diehard Jet fan to go in there and speak to New York Giants, which shows that God has a great sense of humor and uh, taught me how to love thy enemy because uh, not too long ago they were the enemy for a Jet fan, and now I've gotten to know many of them, been blessed like Steve and others, and uh, have an opportunity to recognize that these are just young men, very young men, all at the age now where I can be their dads, and despite all the accolades they receive on Sundays for what they perform on the field, they struggle uh, with all the other things that we all struggle with, but in multiples, because people expect them, they must be smarter and all because they're celebrities, and yet right. they have the same struggles and even more so, and, and, and their temptations and the people that try to take advantage of them are more acute than the average person. So right. it, it, it's been real interesting in that, and to watch certain uh, people I've known now for several years involve into young men, that's mm-hmm. been the real great benefit of all that. Praise God. Well, uh, before we get to our guests, of course, our show is scripturally based, and uh, what we do each week is um, bracket the show with scriptures that pertain to what we're talking about for that day as well as for business in general. And the three scriptures I've chosen today is Proverbs 1.5, let the wise listen and add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance. And that is so critical, especially for business owners. Uh, As I mentioned, I've been in business all my life. I own several companies myself. And it's still important to get discerning and get guidance on a regular basis. And of course, the best place to seek that guidance is in the Lord. Uh, Romans 5, 3 to 5. We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. And perseverance, we're going to talk about a little bit in this show, is so powerful, especially when you're starting a business. It's so critical to have. And lastly, 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty seven. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what it's all about, is winning the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And again, uh, we're excited to bring this word to you, to point you to the Holy Scripture, because that's the place that has all the answers. And uh, we have our guest today, which we're excited about, Michael Pratt, and Steve Smith will be on in a bit. But Michael, I want to welcome you to the show. Why don't you tell us a little about yourself, Michael? Thank you guys for having me. Um, well, a little bit about myself. I was born and raised in Los Angeles, California. You know, spent most of my life there. 
traveled a little bit around, lived in a few different places, Atlanta, New Jersey, you know, of course, L.A., and um, started a business and just loved it ever since. Okay, so business is in your heart. You're excited oh, yeah, about absolutely, absolutely. Now, you're also happen to be partners with Steve Smith, who, like I said, we'll have on um, in the second segment of the show. Um, how did you meet Steve? Um, in junior high school, actually. Uh, we went to junior high school and high school together, and from there, you know, we became close buddies, actually best friends, and, you know, it's, so it's been wonderful, wonderful ever since. There you go. You've been pretty much ever since, uh, together mm-hmm. ever since. Now, in, in business, obviously, we sometimes we look for partners, and we're going to talk a little bit more about your team and so forth, but let's be specific to that. Here you are, friends with Steve. How did your relationship change when you became business partners? Did it change at all? Um, actually, no, not really. You know, we, we, we both knew that going into business together, um, as, as friends, you know, business sometimes changes things, you know, when, when, you know, when things get hard, but we just knew that and we just vowed not to let that get in the, in the, you know, in between our friendship. Right, right. Well, that's good. Well, you know, Glenn, I mean, we see it all the time and maybe digress for a second and there's probably people listening who can attest to this, that businesses have driven families apart. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, actual blood, you know, brothers and sisters and all that type of stuff. And it's one of the things that when family, so-called family businesses get involved in, you need to understand some of the pressures and all that come and be prepared for that. And that goes back to the basis of Scripture and all. But that is a key point to bring out that some of the best friends and family members have been forever divided. Right. Because they went into business together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so important. And, um, you know, that's something you have to ha- go in with eyes open. You know, it, it is really important to do that. And we have seen that. And, and not only that, we've also seen in, in families where second generations have challenges. Mm-hmm. Because first generation may know what they're doing and what's going on and how to run the business and so forth. And then for some reason, the first generation either passes away or steps out of the picture. And the second generation takes over. And the whole business takes on a whole new flavor, dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of times, unfortunately, it spirals. I mean, we see uh, downward. Um, we see often that um, inheritance often is a Yeah, how many spiral. times have you heard this story? I know I've sat from the financial end, but yours is more in the business planning where, oh, everything was great until my brother-in-law got involved. You know, that's, you know, that's <laughs> type of story, and all. then it all goes downhill from there. Yeah, it's absolutely got to be careful with those types of things. But, uh, Michael, let's talk a little bit about how, what directed you to business? I mean, um, why start a business? Um, well, I always knew, you know, from a kid, from a child, I, I wanted to run a business or be a professional athlete, you know, so <laughs> okay. two options. Yeah, yeah. You know, so um, obviously the professional athlete didn't work out. So I did the business route. Well, let's be fair. Also, we, we give credit to Steve, but you also have a, a, a twin brother. Absolutely. Who actually is playing and actually is on the Detroit Lions who happened to be playing in the Giants this weekend. Absolutely. So, you know, you didn't do too bad. You ran track and everything. And just, yeah. So you, there's athletes, at least in you. Oh, absolutely. And, and my my brother, my older brother as well, played in you know the arena football and had a shot in the NFL as well. So, yeah, it's it's in our family too. Good. Well, after the break, we're going to talk a little bit about business planning and about your business plan uh, more specifically and uh, see if not only we can uh, find out what the uh, ups and downs are about getting your own business today or and also maybe help you a little bit, Michael, with your business plan and mm-hmm. uh, moving forward as well. Again, our guest today is Michael Pratt, who is uh, a long partner with uh, Steve Smith, who happens to be a wide receiver for the New York Giants. A and, very good uh, one, by a, the way. A very good one. Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad Peter let me know that. Uh, a very good one. I may actually watch the game now. 
this weekend. So, uh, <laughs> but um, it's too bad Lucas isn't here today. He's our consummate. Uh, he's a Falcons fanatic. Fan. Just forget about it. That's he's true. A but he knows fan. all the stats. But uh, he, I know he's listening with a bunch of guys at the dorms up in Rutgers. So I'd be remiss if I didn't say hello because they said we're definitely tuning in today, Dad. We want to hear about this. So we have a lot to talk about after the break. Again, you're listening to Tandem Radio Live, and if you haven't gotten a chance, make sure you uh, take a look at tandemradio.com, our website. Uh, there's a lot of great information there. There is past shows that are archived. You can actually see us live on video, and um, you also can listen to the past shows, and you'll also have connection to uh, our sponsors, people like the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and Athletes in Action. Uh, in addition, all our prior guests are listed on tandemradio.com, uh, and you can uh, find out information about them and, and how to get some uh, great support for your business. Whatever your business you're in, uh, our guests often have things that can help you with that business, and, and of course, that's our goal to guide you. Um, in addition, uh, the phone number today is 800-575-9564. The lines will be open probably in the second segment of the show. Again, 800-575-9564. You may want to jot that down and give us a shout. And if you have any questions, or of course, you can email us uh, at info at tandemradio.com and uh, we'll do our best to get to your questions. Uh, but uh, stay tuned. We're going to have a break in a minute. And um, stay tuned not only during uh, the show, obviously, but also to the sponsors, because if you have business needs and so forth and so on uh it's uh great to uh check it out and listen to what they have to say because they have some powerful information for you um also we have some uh powerful guests coming up in the weeks ahead so make sure that you mark your calendar to tune in every saturday from 11 a.m to 12 noon um where that's eastern standard time uh and the reason why i say that is because we have listeners all over the country and uh it's amazing where we get calls from and emails from i know we've seen them from uh, um illinois to louisiana to florida Florida to California, maybe some of your friends in LA, Michael, are even listening yeah. today. Uh, uh, that's the great. People's Republic of California. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, we do make commentary once in a while on this show. Uh, we also have uh, a commentary coming up from Peter uh, since he's back in. Uh, we have two segments in the show for him today. Uh, actually, um, one he'll be doing with Steve Smith. He's going to be talking not only about business, but we'll actually get some time to talk about the Giants and what they have coming up and what their mindset is. And Peter will also have his economic forecast uh, coming up um, in the third segment of the show. And I know that's one that uh, many listeners do. Uh, Peter, I know you're, you're doing the blog, and the blog is um, doing very well for you. Why don't you tell us a minute, a little bit about your blog real quick. Well, the blog is uh, something that uh, was born out of the newsletter that I was writing since 1984. And, uh, you know, like I, I've told Michael, is I'm the least technical person in the world. But <laughs> I will tell you, it's been a phenomenon, you know, the instantaneous ability to get information out and, and to share uh, all about it. And, uh, you know, this is very interesting doing live radio, you know, <laughs> watching our engineering basically now. Why is he making that face? He's scaring me with that face. But so anyway, uh, <laughs> financial blog has been uh, it's been really good. It, it, it served a lot of purposes. And I have to tell you, uh, by incorporating uh, the, the Lord in it, uh, overall has been phenomenal. I, you know, I get the typical hate mail and, you know, anti-religious so-called people and so forth but the encouragement it's given a lot of people has been great so i hear the music so i know we're going to break and uh we'll be right back and more information right here on tandemradio.com thank you peter
The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. In 1956, 256 high school students went to the very first FCA camp in Estes Park, Colorado. Last summer, we had over 48,000 athletes and coaches attend FCA camps all over the country. For more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com. When potential clients Google your business name or what you do, do you come up in the top five? If not, someone else is getting many of your sales opportunities. Search engines like Google and others are becoming more important to generating new business. With more people tuning out traditional advertising, search engines allow you to show up when customers are actually searching for what you offer. You Can Be Found has a proven record of helping businesses get found with rates that fit your budget. We offer free website analysis to help you understand your best options. For more on You Can Be Found, please click the link at tandemradio.com. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. Currently in the U.S., we have over 8,000 FCA huddle clubs meeting on junior high, high school, and college campuses each week to help these athletes and coaches to grow in their faith. For more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com. When potential clients Google your business name or what you do, do you come up in the top five? If not, someone else is getting many of your sales opportunities. Search engines like Google and others are becoming more important to generating new business. With more people tuning out traditional advertising, search engines allow you to show up when customers are actually searching for what you offer. You Can Be Found has a proven record of helping businesses get found with rates that fit your budget. We offer free website analysis to help you understand your best options. For more on You Can Be Found, please click the link at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. We apologize we're having some computer glitches today, but uh, we're going to get through it because that's what business is all about, being able to take the curveballs that come as it goes. But we were talking before the break about uh, partnerships and having uh, family members in the business, and, and I think that's important uh, for two reasons. One of the things that I know we often talk about in starting a business is what's called an operating agreement. And uh, especially when you have an LLC or a corporation, uh, technically by law, you have to have an operating agreement, uh, I believe. And uh, one of the things that can help with partnerships, especially if you're going to have family involved, is starting off with a detailed operating agreement that talks about whose responsibility is what and who's going to do what next and so forth. And that is so critical in your business plan. Um, When you're putting together a business plan in general, having a list of um, uh, whose responsibilities are what to make sure that you're not overlapping with responsibilities, you're not wasting time, but more importantly, that you're not stepping on each other's toes as you move along. So again, our guest today is Michael Pratt, and Michael's starting a business and getting it off the ground. We're going to go back to Michael in a second. Glenn, uh, one of the things I've noticed, and again, this is your forte, not mine, but where troubles came when people didn't have what is commonly known as a buy-sell agreement. Mm. Because like you said earlier, something happens, a family member takes over, and before you know it, you cannot operate with that person. So I've noticed businesses uh, tend to have what what known as a buy-sell agreement. Mm-hmm. And usually it's stipulated that if you, you know, die or go on 
and somebody takes over, you have the first right of refusal to, to buy that interest out? Is it? That's right. And I'm glad you brought that up because the scripture is very clear on our God is a multi-generational right. God and leaving a, uh, an inheritance for your children's children and so forth. And buy-sell agreements are very critical. Matter of fact, a lot of investors look for those when you do a business plan. They look for that uh, strategy because what happens is um, if someone should pass away for some reason, um, when they leave, typically their estate would own part of the company. Right. And what people don't want to do is they don't want to have the family now members taking the place of the deceased person. And if you don't have a buy-selling agreement, that's what could very well happen. And we've all seen these movies where the you know, the vicious widow comes in after the guy dies and she turns the whole company upside down. Mm -hmm. uh, well, usually when that happens, it, the company just spirals downwards and fails. So what a buy-sell agreement basically does, and it's often funded with um, life insurance, it doesn't have to be, but it's often funded with life insurance. If somebody should pass away, part of the life insurance goes to the estate of the people who, uh, of the deceased, and that buys them out of the company for whatever the amount is. The other part of the money from the insurance usually will go to the company, so the company can afford to hire somebody to take that individual's place. So obviously if it's a big company, it's a CEO, or even if it's a small company, it's president of the company or whatever, the money that the company gets, their half or whatever percentage they want, um, will usually go towards the person hiring a person to cover that person that they lost, so that way they um, uh, can uh, continue on running their business the way they want to run it. And that falls under also what sometimes you see people I saw in some uh, business uh, plans is key man life insurance. Yes. That also yeah. falls under that. So if something happens, they're so vocal and also gives you time then to hopefully replace. Because how many businesses have you seen, truthfully now, right. especially on the smaller side, mm -hmm. where you go, oh my Lord, if if that guy or gal goes, <laughs> I don't know if the business can go. It's really that person. It's all right. it seems to be. And then they also, those people, Glenn, they have everything up here. Right. It's head. not down on paper. So if something happens to them, they don't even know, people don't even know how to make contacts and all that type of stuff. That's right. And Michael, I know you're very proud of your team, and, and we'll talk about your team in a second. But that's a key mm. issue. Uh, when you're starting off a business, um, typically there's one person that's very the most critical to the whole company. And uh, again, the smaller the business, the more likely that is the case. And if that person... Let's say an investor puts money into your company and that person should something happen to them. Now the company's gone. What happens to the investor's money? So I know mm -hmm. when I look at a business plan, I often look at do they have key man insurance, which is very inexpensive, especially uh, under a case of a term life. Right. Um, is very affordable. And uh, I want to know that if this guy does pass away, if I invested $500,000 that there's insurance there that will give me my money back because the whole company is going to go away. You know, yeah, so, so when we, you're putting your team together, you got to think about that. Yeah, Mike, mm -hmm. we don't want to be watching the game Sunday and Steve gets hurt and go, uh-oh, what happened to our business? You know, right. <laughs> I'm being a little joking, but right. it is very, very important, a key person. And obviously, you're going to be a key person in the, in the business that you currently have right now. Right. Now, Michael, you're the leader of the team, obviously. How did mm -hmm. you pull your team together? Tell us a little about your team, because I know you're excited about the team members. Right. Well, of course, it started with Steve first, and um, we decided to that we needed an engineer, you know, to, to create the product. And um, it came from uh, one of Steve's personal assistants. Um, she had a friend that she went to high school with, happened to be a great engineer, um, had a great team uh, of scientists that, that are with them. And, you know, we hit it off. And from there, it was, you know, it was gold. 
Oh, good, good. Now, uh, you mentioned L- LIT is your business, right? Tell yes. us what that stands for. Limitless Innovations and Technology. Okay. Now, because it's a new business and there's confidentiality involved, we can't get into all the details of right. it. But I can say that, you know, in reading your business plan, I see you have a, a lot of dynamic talent there. Uh, I think you have a half a dozen people listed right. uh, as your team. And uh, you have physicists, you have an electrical engineer. Right. I mean, that seems like very different dynamics. How, right. how are they all meshing together for you? Um, it's it's a great um, they, they actually they they do a lot of projects together you know the okay. the the four engineer scientists physicists and um, they work really well together and you know it's just a great fit for lit and yeah great fit for lit is that why you call it LIT lit yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. we already got his slogan <laughs> lit is a great fit there you go All right write right. right that down <laughs> we're not even charging you for that <laughs> there you go there you go well. Uh, Yep, that's right. We're giving them free advice right here on the air. Well, hopefully many of you are taking some of this to heart because when you are starting a business, there's so many different ins and outs that people don't think of. And I even saw Michael taking some notes there. So yeah. uh, it's so important because, and that's why getting a good business consultant to take an overview. And I know like we had Jackie on last week and, and she talked, to, she's with the uh, uh, NJSBDC. Uh, I know SCORE is another one of those organizations. Uh, I read a business plan recently that somebody did through SCORE. Um, so getting that type of support and that type of overview uh, is so critical because, again, when people start a business, they get, number one, they're passionate about it, Mm -hmm. and their focus is not always on the focus of what an investor might think of because uh, they look at it from a different perspective, especially venture capital investors and things of that nature. Very good point, Glenn, and Mm -hmm. and that brings up, because I've had a little intertwining with Mike and and Steve in in developing this uh, business of theirs. You see that all the time. You see that people get so caught up in it and they don't understand that somebody's just going to look at this. It's dollars and cents. They're not going to care about the love, the passion. I'm saving the world or anything. Right, right. Mm-hmm. People are going to come in and look at the numbers. How do my investors make money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of times, a lot of that intelligent uh, property that they have is all locked up here. And they can't transform it to have the investors see the value of it. Right, right. I know one time uh, we did a large business plan for a biotech we did up in uh, Pennsylvania. And uh, I, I wrote the business plan and it came out to about 48 pages. Uh, and that included uh, numerous documents on uh, spreadsheets as far as projections and all that stuff. And, and we submitted it for grants and they actually kicked it back and I had to hire a consultant. Uh, this was many years ago. I had to hire a consultant to come on board, even though I knew how to write a business plan and review it. And he took it to 80 pages. And then the same, same information wow. I started with and gave it to him, he took it to 80 pages and uh, it was incredible what he came back with. Now it cost us some money, but it got us the grant. And that was the key to it. You know, the grant people said, hey, I love your concept, but, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's where they brought in a, a third party, a consultant, and uh, got it together and got us on track as far as that goes. Um, after the break, we're going to talk more about uh, Michael's business plan and, and uh, some questions that he might have and certainly some questions that we would have. Um, and uh, you're listening to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakin, along with Peter Grandich. And uh, we have a lot of great information for you, especially today if you're looking to start a business or get a business off the ground or uh, if you're looking to just uh, take your business to a new level, maybe bring in new partners or bring in new investors or something along those lines, we can help you with that today. So stay listening. 800-575-9564 is the phone number. We look forward to taking your calls today and answering any questions you might have. Or again, check out tandemradio.com where you can get all this information right on the internet and so much more. We look forward to you listening in in a few and going on with our business planning topic today of starting a business, the challenge and the victory and all that goes in between. Praise God and thank you for listening.
The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. In 1956, 256 high school students went to the very first FCA camp in Estes Park, Colorado. Last summer, we had over 48,000 athletes and coaches attend FCA camps all over the country. For more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com. When potential clients Google your business name or what you do, do you come up in the top five? If not, someone else is getting many of your sales opportunities. Search engines like Google and others are becoming more important to generating new business. With more people tuning out traditional advertising, search engines allow you to show up when customers are actually searching for what you offer. You Can Be Found has a proven record of helping businesses get found with rates that fit your budget. We offer free website analysis to help you understand your best options. For more on You Can Be Found, please click the link at tandemradio.com. You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com. Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUSAround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people, and quality, thriving businesses creating new, high-paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement. Become a member and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help others. Are you cutting back at the office? Find yourself wearing more hats than ever? Need to do marketing to generate business but just don't have the time? Right Impressions is here to help. Our professional staff has been trained by the best, and now we can pass our experience on to you to support your business. We serve companies of every shape and size. Right Impressions can ensure every impression is the right impression. For more information, the number is 732-614-5099 or online at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakian, along with Peter Grandich. And our guest today is Michael Pratt, who is working on getting his business off the ground, LIT. And we'll be talking more about that in a few minutes. And uh, this is the part of the show where we uh, give you our economic view. And uh, Peter has uh, a commentary on that. Peter? Well, yes, Glenn. Uh, some Pretty much more of the same where we left off last week, uh, despite the horrific uh, general fundamentals, uh, as suspected, the stock market is continuing to rise on the back of uh, some belief that this uh, so-called quantitative easing part two by the Fed, which uh, Fed Chairman Bernanke spoke about yesterday morning, uh, is somehow a magical bullet that's going to fix everything that all the other things were supposed to fix and didn't. Uh, as I've told you now for, for weeks, if not months, I've continued to look for the market to go higher. Uh, to about 11,300 on the Dow, coinciding somewhere around the election time. And uh, that, of course, is when November 3rd is when the Fed is supposed to let us know exactly what this uh, magic bullet is supposed to do. And I, I got a feeling more and more that this is getting baked in, as we like to say on Wall Street, into the price of the market and uh, actually 
the announcement of it could coincide with a very important top in the market. So a little bit higher, I think we still go, but I don't think certainly it's a part of a new bull market. And uh, I actually may put on my bearish hat again and take some bearish strategies personally in the market. So we'll see. Uh, the U.S. dollar, well, we all know where I've, you know, we said for quite a long time it can only head lower. It is getting oversold, but uh, part of the problem is the world is recognizing that as we keep creating all this debt and putting all this money into the system, it's cheapening our currency, and people get growing concerned about how we're ever going to pay this all back. So that's one of the reasons the dollar continues to go lower. The gold market, uh, you know, within an earshot now of fourteen hundred overbought and overextended but still we're only in about the fifth or sixth inning of a nine inning game here one of the things that continues to move the gold market is the simple fact of all this quantitative easing and creating of money and the dollar getting cheapened which is bullish for gold general fundamentals now people starting to see gold as a general investment and it wouldn't take much of people who used to buy stocks and bonds putting a little money in gold to really make the dynamics of supply and demand more favorable to the demand side, and uh, that's what's keeping uh, gold going. And finally, uh, the energy markets, are oil above 80, but natural gas going lower. There's just so much ample supply of natural gas, uh, despite even coming now into the winter season. And uh, the oil market, I think, is underpinned uh, not, not only by demand, but also concerns that the Middle East is growing more tension and any real crisis there in the Middle East uh, could impact the oil market. So. All in all, a lot of the same, which I've said in recent weeks, uh, Glenn, but uh, we are getting pretty late in this move in the stock market, and uh, I would think that anybody who uh, a year or two ago wished they had sold, saw what happened and didn't, could use this strength recently to reconsider you know, adjusting their portfolio and lightening up on stocks in the next couple of weeks. Great input as usual, Peter. Thank you. I did that with all that out notes. You know, it's amazing. I was looking down there and I said, boy, you know, you're pretty good after 26 years. No, well, I'm only kidding. Well, you were staring at our scriptures, which I'll remind I people of. So, of course, the scriptures always and, and can open I comment your heart. On that? Can yeah. I comment on that? Sure, first please. of all, the first scripture, uh, the Proverbs, it, it really comes from what I've said on this show before. And I'm going to urge, and I'm also going to urge Michael, and I have it privately, and I'll say it again here. King Solomon... It was the greatest businessman there ever was. Mm. They say his worth today would be equal to a thousand Warren Buffetts. Wow. And wow. Uh, you can find so much of King Solomon in Proverbs, but that you should really study the history of King Solomon. And in Romans 535, you know, thank the Lord for the sufferings because I had to have two serious bouts of depressions in the last 20 years to write me again mm. because, you know, I, I'm a recovering materialist. And people <laughs> laugh when I say that, just like you did again for the 900th time. And uh, but That's because I know you are. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it is. And, uh, you know, when I got too out of whack and got too caught up for the love of money, like First Timothy, which is so much of the mistake, it's the love of money that gets us crazy. Right. Uh, you know, Romans 5.3 is, is uh, I needed to suffer, to, to start to understand, to get perseverance again and character and hope. And, uh, you know, when you're in depression, you have this sense of no hope. Uh, but thanks for the Lord and the Holy Spirit that uh, they allowed me to fall in order to get up and get better the next time around. And, and, and that's why that scripture to me is very special. Amen. Well, again, the, the scriptures that uh, Peter's referencing are the ones for today. Proverbs 1, 5, let the wise listen and add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance. It's so important. Romans 5, 3 to 5, 
We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given to us. And lastly, 1 Corinthians 15, 57, but thanks be to God. Mm -hmm. He gives us the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the only victory I'm concerned about, that's for sure. And uh, we all we all like to continue to go um, on vi- from victory to victory, but that's the greatest one for sure, 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Coming back to our guest, Michael Pratt. Michael's uh, working on a business plan, getting it off the ground, and we're talking about uh, many dynamics of that. And boy, we could spend hours and hours and hours uh, covering topics that uh, can help people with business plans. But today, uh, we're working more specifically with Michael. Michael, what's been the biggest hurdle so far? Obviously, building a business is always difficult, but what's been the biggest hurdle that that you feel so far with your program? Um, As far as uh, the whole thing or just the biggest business plan? Well, the the whole thing, from since you decided that in your mind that you wanted to start this business to, to where you are today. Well, the biggest hurdle, of course, is finding the right people to put on your team, you know. I've tried a few different people, you know, as most people will learn, you know, you're not going to always be with the first people that you start with, you know, and, um, you know, it's just, just putting the right team together, you know, that fits what you need. And that's been the biggest challenge, I would say. Well, that goes right back to your uh, sports background to a certain degree, because uh, obviously uh, you need that team concept, and that certainly applies to business. Sometimes, you know, too big a team's not good. You know, sometimes too small a team's not good. So you have to really find that balance. You have to be like-minded, obviously, uh, and have some of the same goals. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And you have to be able to, and it goes back to, I think, what we talked about before about Putting, laying out a description of what everybody's going to do. I know one, Andy Stanley, who's one of my favorite authors, uh, wrote a book called Visioneering. It's a great book if you haven't read it yet. Uh, but in Visioneering, he has actually a, um, a, a chart in there of uh, job responsibilities. And what he was talking about was building a church. And he took a church from zero, just him and his wife actually, to 10,000 members in like five years. And um, he, he wrote out a chart and he put every job responsibility in that chart. Uh, from sweeping the floor to uh, writing the checks, uh, mm-hmm. from uh, doing the communications and website stuff to um, going out and preaching and everything in between. And mm-hmm. he put a name in every one of those boxes. And first, every box was filled with his name or his wife's name. So he just went back and forth, his name, his wife's name, his name, his wife's name, and filled the chart up. And then as he brought staff members on, he would take the wife or him out of there and put their name in. And finding the right piece of the puzzle to fit in there allowed him to build the business uh, in, a, in a constructive way, in a consistent way, and in a quick way. In five years, to go to that size church is just awesome. So uh, that's very important. So when you're putting these people together, did you find that uh, you, you found some dynamics, you had to rough off edges and put people together? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it, that's just a part of it. You know, you 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 get some people that you like, and then it turns out that they're not the people for the job. You know, and then you you have to to make a change. You know, it's funny uh, as you were saying that, Michael. I was when Glenn was speaking. Uh, that's what happens when sometimes friends and families try to start a business. You realize you're great friends and great family, but you're horrible business partners. Right, right. Exactly. You know that you you don't blesh well, and you, what you you don't have the skills, and you, you, there's a more comfort level to go to a friend or a family because you know them. You're right. afraid to get into business with a stranger. You don't know what they're about. You don't know if they can be trusted or so forth. Right. But many times you need to because the friends and family just don't gel right as as business partners. Right. right? 
And, and that I caution too with investors as well. You know, a lot of times uh, people who are starting a business or involved in a business looking for investors, like your company is, right. and um, uh, a lot of times all you see is the dollar signs. Uh, you have to be very cautious about who you're taking money from as well. Absolutely. Um, just like the Bible clearly says, you need to be equally yoked. You need to try to apply that wherever you can, you can, and uh, especially in the case of investors, because some people will willingly write a check and they're business minded and they're understanding and they know the parameters of what they can ask you and what they can't ask you. Some people write a check and now they think they own you. They literally own the whole mm -hmm. business, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where you know when you're setting up your company, your LLC versus your corporation, and so forth, the percentages that you set and how much is the company worth and all those types of things. Of course, that's an evolving process, uh, you know. A lot of times we come out of the gate saying, I got a $10 million idea here when you really got a $100,000 idea. Mm -hmm. you know? so, so what you really want is a truly silent partner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you can, the more silent the partner, the better. That's right. for sure. Uh, but you do have to be cautious of um, what type of investors you're bringing in and how many. You know, That's mm -hmm. another thing. Uh, some people say it's better to have uh, five $10,000 investors than one $50,000 investor. Uh, I don't know that I agree with that, but um, it, it can go either way. But those are things you and your team need to sit down and weigh out and, and uh, better understand so that way when you do go out there and look for money or whatever it is you're looking for that you get the right team players. Uh, after the break we're going to talk about maybe some of your greatest accomplishments so far and, and right. what's been so fun Michael about doing the business because again starting a business although it has its pressures and struggles it does help to build perseverance and that is so key uh, to any business structure is having people on the team who can persevere through the ups and downs and thick and thin uh, and that's what I think makes all the difference when uh, businesses succeed or fail. Uh, it's who's going to stick it out and uh, who's going to stay in there. And like we talked about last week, who's going to be the pit bull to make sure they hang on and get this business to the next level. You're listening to Tandem Radio Live. I'm your host, Glenn DeLakian, along with Peter Grandich each week. And our goal is uh, to bring you the good news on business, the Bible's perspective on uh, what God would have us do on a day-to-day uh, -day basis, because we believe the Christian walk is a 24-7 um, event and not something that's just just done on the weekend. So welcome to all our listeners and we'll see you after the break. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. When potential clients Google your business name or what you do, do you come up in the top five? If not, someone else is getting many of your sales opportunities. Search engines like Google and others are becoming more important to generating new business. With more people tuning out traditional advertising, search engines allow you to show up when customers are actually searching for what you offer. You Can Be Found has a proven record of helping businesses get found with rates that fit your budget. We offer free website analysis to help you understand your best options. For more on You Can Be Found, please click the link at tandemradio.com. Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUSAround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people, and quality, thriving businesses creating new, high-paying jobs is what we need the most. 
Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement. Become a member and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help others. Welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLay. And it is live, isn't it, Glenn? <laughs> it's live. We're having some wild fun today and uh, learning more and more about technology every day as we go along. We apologize for some of the blips in the show today. Uh, but uh, we are hopefully uh, learning and teaching and growing. And uh, I know that uh, some of our listeners out there are uh, uh, certainly getting some great information about starting a business. We have here Michael Pratt, uh, who has a new company uh, that he's bringing up. And Michael, tell us a little bit more about LIT. What is what do they do? What can you tell us? Yeah, well, you you know, I have to be a little you know proprietary, and um, so basically, what we're doing, you know, just to give you a little background, is um, we're creating a wireless power system, and what that is going to allow us to do is is um, power electronics such as you know lamps and cell phones and laptops without the use of a power cord. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Now, is someone doing that already, or is that something that's out there? Or? It's being done on a small scale, not so much, um, you know, not so much like how we're doing it, but more on like there's a power mat that's out that people have been, you know, eager to buy, and really what that is is it plugs into the wall, and you can put your your phone on top of it, and it'll charge your phone. No, oh, interesting. So the concept is there, but the actual invention that you're working on is unique. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's key to any business. Uh, Peter, I'm excited to say I think we cleared some of the hurdles, and I believe we have Steve Smith on the phone. Steve, is that you? Yep, that's oh, me. We got him. How you doing, Steve? Good. What's going on? Uh, well, we got Michael here in the studio with us, as you know, and um, we've uh, been talking about LIT and uh, where we're going with it, and where I actually should say you are going with it, you and Michael. And uh, I know he's going down twenty yards and doing a button hook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we got Peter ready to talk to you as well. So we appreciate you being available. Um, Steve Smith from the New York Giants, uh, wide receiver. You got a game tomorrow, huh, Steve? Yep, sure do. <laughs> uh, I guess you're psyched and ready to go, right? Yeah, I'm ready to play. Can't wait to play. Well, Steve, we're talking about business today. Tell us a little bit about um, your involvement with LIT. I know I read your business plan briefly, and I see you're in, involved in communications there. So can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing with Michael on LIT? Well, Mike just brought me in. Um, it was his vision, and, you know, we're really close friends, and uh, we've known each other well beyond all this. You know, this is something that we just want to uh, go up and do together. And, you know, um, I have some connections with, you know, me playing football here in New York and in L.A., and uh, we hopefully use that to get leverage and, you know, um, get some good funding. Steve, you know, we, we were, this is Peter, we were just talking before we got you on, on the phone, and our apologies for all the technical difficulties we've had internally here today, but we'll, we'll have them fixed, obviously. Uh, we were talking about how sometimes friends, and Michael shared about you guys go back to junior high school and all, friends and families could be great friends and families, but when they get into business, suddenly that friends and families dissipate. What would you say, that, uh, and tell people your experience as well firsthand, what is it that kept you and Michael together getting into business and the friendship, probably, it looks like it's even gotten better. What mm -hmm. has been the key to things that you felt that are important to get to that? Um, well, I mean, I think just staying grounded, staying humble, you know, keep it God first, 
Amen. Um, we know that we're friends before all this, and we're people. So, right. I mean, we're just, this is not, you know, it's a great thing, and, you know, it would be great if it could get off the ground, but, I mean, we're going to have each other's back regardless. And so, in other words, friends, no matter what transpires, in the business. Mm, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Now, Steve, Steve, one of the things uh, professional athletes uh, unfortunately face, and this is from experience, uh, there are a lot of people, you know, seeking you and, and, and have great ideas and want your involvement. They want your money and so forth and so on. Uh, we, we shared here with Michael earlier about some of the difficulties, you know, facing business. Uh, it, what would you say has been the, the toughest part thing and what would you say has been the greatest part so far trying to be in business as a young man? Well, um, you know, we're, we're you know, entrepreneurs, as you'd say, and we're just learning. You know, there's so many things that we've been learning on the fly that we've had to take care of and different little things just to get our business established, get the name going, and, um, you know, find lawyers and so we don't we can protect ourselves and all this stuff. So, you know, it's just stuff that is all foreign to us, but fortunately we've uh, met some good people that have helped us along the way. Well, it's interesting that he says on the fly, right, Mike? Because he's usually on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Well, Steve, also, uh, relative to the business, um, obviously you've been an athlete all your life and, and been successful at it, uh, no doubt. Um, what made you decide to go into business? Why, why st become an entrepreneur, which you mentioned? Well, you know, as you, I mean, most people know, or a lot of people know, the lifespan of a football player is long, and, um, you know, I'm just, I want to be comfortable for the rest of my life. And um, there's, there's statistics show that a lot of football players have been broke, and athletes in general you know, lose all their money after so many years of playing. So, you know, I just want to do something that, you know, I have this competitive, I'm just competitive naturally. So, you know, this is fun for me, this business. You know, you can um, do different things with it. And, you know, it's good. I can work at work with my friends and, you know, really enjoy it and have a good time doing it. And um, relative to, you mentioned, um, you know, the team concept we've been talking about, put, pulling together a team, and you have a half dozen people on your um, in your business plan as team members. Why don't you just give us an analogy real quick? What, what have you seen um, the business world being like the professional athletics world as far as, you know, the team concept and so forth, if I'm being clear? How, how would you say your experience in football has helped you so far in your experience as an entrepreneur? Um, well, it's, it's helped me. I think uh, I, I have to pull my weight, and you know, just like in football or in basketball, you know, you got you can't do everybody's job. So you have to be accountable. You got to be able to do what you can do, and you know, do it to the best of your ability, and so people can count on you and and things like that. So um, you know, I'm taking that approach and kind of just learning from each other. You know, we're a team and we're depending on each other and, and really learning from each other so we can you know keep moving forward. And Michael's sitting here shaking his head, so I'm sure, Michael, you agree with him as well. On that. Absolutely. Well, you know, Steve made a very good point. The NFL actually stands for not for long, <laughs> and uh, people don't realize right. it. And, uh, and for every star player, someone that really excels, as Steve has and will continue, I believe, uh, there are a lot of second- and third-tier players who maybe play a year or two. And, you know, and, and they really – the NFL has at least started a program recently to, to, to deal with – uh, Charlie Wade does it for the Giants, uh, player development, to have a life after football, to recognize that one of these days this, this all comes to an end and need to move on. Steve, before I let you go, I know we have a lot of fans listening, so if you don't mind, I'm just going to switch just a little bit. Tell us about uh, what's happening for the Giants, how you feel, obviously going in to play the Lions and what's happening. H how does it look for you right where you stand right now? 
Uh, we're it's looking good. We're excited. We've had a great week of practice, and you know that's where it starts. The preparation gets you ready for the game, and we just, you know, um, we were on a two-game winning streak, and we just want to keep it going. You know, the Lions—they're a great opponent, and um, you know they've lost a lot of close games, so their record kind of doesn't show how how good of a team they are. So we're just going in ready, focused to get this W. Steve, and again, this is a little bit of an insider track, but uh, quickly becoming perhaps some of the best receiving core right now in the NFL between Akeem, yourself, Manningham, and uh, even the young man Cruz, the rookie. Uh, it, it's given a dynamics that the Giants uh, didn't have for a few years, and now the receiving core is considered among the best. Is, does that does that make, you know, I know you're getting double teamed, I saw last week, and so forth and so on, but it's really opening it up and proving that you're a team player because that's what's really opened up the passing game for the Giants. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, we all um, believe in ourselves, and you know, um, the better we do, the more confident Eli is in us. And Hakeem has done a great job of just making plays. And that's just, you know, all that's opening up, you know, doors and windows for all of us to continue to be successful. So as long as we keep making plays, we'll be, we'll be fine. Well, Steve, uh, this is Glenn. I want to thank you for coming on. I know uh, the Giants keep you pretty busy the day before the game, and um, they uh, want to make sure that uh, you're focused, right? And um, yes, we really yes. appreciate you taking the time to give us a call today. Thank you so much for having me. God bless you, Steve. God bless you. Right, Thanks Steve. again. We appreciate it. Well, All Again, you were, we're here with Michael Pratt in the studio, and that was Steve Smith calling in. Unfortunately, the Giants have him on a, a, a tight schedule, so we couldn't actually get him in the studio, but he was able to finally get through and uh, get on the air. And um, Steve and, and uh, Michael are, are launching a business plan called LIT, which we're really excited about. And if you want to reach uh, Michael, you can get him. Uh, you can contact him through our website at tandemradio.com. Uh, just send an email to info at tandemradio.com if you have some advice or input for, for uh, Michael and Steve. Uh, by all means, send an email, and we'll definitely get it across to you, Michael. Can Jet fans write into? <laughs> Absolutely. All okay. fans. Jet okay. fans and Lions fans, <laughs> and uh, from my son's case, even Falcons fans. Right. So uh, they can all write in. So, again, thanks to Steve Smith from the New York Giants for calling in. Thank you, Michael. I know you had quite a trek. It took you quite a while to get here this morning yeah, uh, for coming in. And uh, we want to wish you well and uh, bless you on uh, LIT. And um, as it says in the scriptures, um, you know, may everything your hands touch prosper. But more importantly, Psalms 128.2, you will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours. And as it says in our Romans uh, 5.3 scripture today, perseverance. I just want to touch on that before we tune out because we're coming to the end of the show. Uh, perseverance is so critical. And I, and I encourage you, Michael, and encourage you, Steve, and the rest of your team to stick in there. No Amen. matter what comes, hang on tight. God has a plan for you. I know Michael is one of our guests that came in and opened his Bible and put it right on the table today, so I know he's in the Word, and uh, we're glad to see that, and uh, we know there's an exciting future for you. Hopefully, Michael, you'll come back in the future and tell us about your success. Absolutely. Great, great. Again, you've been listening to Tandem Radio Live here at the Bridge FM radio stations and also on the Internet at tandemradio.com. We'll see you next week right here at 11 a.m. God bless you. Thanks for listening, and have a safe week. And remember to seek the Lord in all that you do especially your business decisions, and come back and hear more about the good news on business right here at Tandem Radio and also at TandemRadioLive.com. This is your host, Glenn DeLakian, along with Peter Granich, and you have a blessed week.